Welcome back once again to the BadgerBlitz.com podcast for all your Wisconsin Badgers news from the recruiting trail on the field and near the rim. We are powered by Overtime Media. This is Jay Kokorowski once again, and we are joined by, again, once again, too, John McNamara. It is a Thursday night. We're gearing you up for Wisconsin Badger official visit number two weekend coming up. And, uh, John, it's... Of course, we got a lot of coverage coming up this upcoming weekend, uh, and there's also the team basketball camp we'll get into later in the show. Once again, it's a great time to be part of the Badger Blitz community. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, you know, last week was was extremely busy with with the camps that we covered for football and basketball, and then um, I was really happy with you know the content that we got up on the site with uh, with catching up with the official visitors. Uh, we got everyone except for Khalil Mullins, who's who's been difficult to reach. Um, you know, it wasn't for lack of effort. And uh, you know, Jake, you, you got a chance to talk to a lot of those guys. Um, I, I I talked to a couple, and um, obviously it was. I think there's a couple other guys from that group uh, who are really feeling good about Wisconsin. You know, Nash Hutmacher, uh, Daniel Jackson, Malik Reed, uh, Jordan Turner as well. So. Um, you know, the, this upcoming weekend is not going to be as big in terms of uncommitted guys, but um, for the future of this 2020 class, it's going to be awfully important. And, uh, you know, we want to try to knock it out of the park again this upcoming weekend in terms of coverage for, for BadgerBlitz.com and the excellent deal that we have going on right now. Absolutely. And if you guys go to BadgerBlitz.com, click on the breaking banner, click on it, type in summer promo code SUMMER19. Guess what, guys? You guys get free premium access to BadgerBlitz.com and the rival sites for free until Wisconsin kicks off against South Florida on August 30th down in Tampa. So, again, click on the breaking banner, type in promo code SUMMER19, free premium access to BadgerBlitz.com, and our message board, which the Badgers then is off the wall. It's fun time. It's a great community. And then on top of that, you do get access to the rival's sites as well so let's kick it off let's let's start it off hot official visit weekend number two you already mentioned some of the visitors the seven that came to madison last weekend let's talk about the uncommitted recruits first john who will be coming to madison and you know and possibly i mean it should be interesting to see really uh just how much they're impacted uh by the you know their official to wisconsin yeah i think the headliner is is probably Cam Large. Um, he's a tight end from the East Coast, Massachusetts, and he'll be on campus. This will be the second trip that he's taken. He uh, was on campus in the winter, and he'll be up there for his official visit this weekend to Wisconsin. He has the Badgers in his top four right now. Uh, you know, a really impressive group of schools. It's Wisconsin, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Uh, he's coming off his official visit to Alabama, and he'll go to Wisconsin, obviously, this weekend, like we talked about. Um, a big time target for them in this class. Tight ends a big position of need, and uh, you know if they were able to steal Cam Large, I think that would be you know a huge get for Wisconsin in this 2020 class. Um, if you look beyond him, Jalen Paxson, the wide receiver from Texas, uh, three star kid from uh, from the Houston area, and he'll be on campus this week. And he's a kid that I think if his visit really goes well, that you know he could leave committed to Wisconsin before heading back to Texas. Uh, a really winnable offer sheet right now. Uh, you know, Indiana's there, Louisiana Tech, Tulane, Tulsa, Yale. But, you know, Wisconsin, 
uh, is probably his biggest and best offer at this point. So um, I think they'll push for his commitment. I think they can certainly get it. And then Kevontre Bradford is is the third uncommitted guy, uh, a running back from Texas as well. Um, you know, this past weekend uh, they had one of their top targets on on campus in Diamante Tranium, and um, you know Bradford's another top guy for them at that running back position. Uh, I, I believe this will be his first official visit, so it'll be interesting to catch up with him to see how he likes Wisconsin. Um, you know, there's you know Melvin Gordon's going to be in town, and, and James White's going to be in town. I, I would be curious if if those guys just coincidentally cross paths at some point in during that official visit to kind of talk about the tradition at running back and, you know, those guys' perspectives of, of playing for the Badgers. Exactly. And on top of that, yeah, Melvin Gordon and James White have their, their camp going on this weekend uh, at Camp Randall. Uh, still trying to check the folks to see if there's going to be any media availability. If so, I'll be down there talking to those two and uh, hopefully, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But, Going back to now, you know, we talked uncommitted, let's go committed recruits. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of, you know, future Badgers, future, you know, verbally committed Badgers uh, in town too. And, and what do you know, is it, is it good to get all the guys together? And maybe this will go into my next question too, John, with, uh, I'll blend this together. Part of our agenda, you know, you know, you saw last year, some of the guys, you know, I saw a group of committed recruits come in Spencer, you know, um, Graham Mertz, Joe Tipman, Keanu Benton, Logan Brown all came on. I think it was the weekend of, of June 7th or 8th. And then, you know, you saw Spencer Lytle and Bre- uh, Bryce Benhart also there. And it, it, it worked for uh, you had. Yeah, it worked for Spencer Lytle and verbally committing to Wisconsin. And the weekend after you saw Leo Chanel and Julius Davis, too. Uh, you know, and then you, know, you saw the commitments later on of. Rodas Johnson, Gio Piaz that weekend, Samar Melvin. Uh, as I say, it, does it hurt with you know the chances of the recruits from last weekend to, to commit if they don't have a blend of some of the committed recruits already on campus that same weekend, or or do you like the strategy of having like these uh, you know a good chunk of these committed recruits coming in this weekend? Um, I, I think it's a good question, and um, obviously this is the way Wisconsin set it up, saying. We want all our committed guys uh, to be on campus at the same time. And uh, I think that serves a really good purpose um, in, in and of, of itself because, you know, you want to have that core group of guys build that relationship, um, you know, continue to build those bonds together. Obviously, a lot of these guys um, have, have maybe met each other at a Wisconsin visit or somewhere down the road, and, you know, they talk to each other on social media. But I think it's, it's important for those guys to, to spend a weekend together um, not, not just to solidify their commitment to Wisconsin because, you know, of the, of the eight guys that you expect there, I don't think any of those guys are wavering or, or looking at other schools right now, but, um, it's important for this class because, you know, those are the guys then who are going to go out and, you know, help recruit and try to finish up this, this 2020 class. So, um, I, I think it was very much by design, you know, that they got these guys on campus for one weekend specifically. Um, you know, I, I certainly think it could, could help, you know, if they were, you know, on campus last weekend, you know, being around, you know, the uncommitted guys. But I think that, you know, this was by design with with Wisconsin coaching staff and this is the way they wanted it. And, you know, there's going to be three big time guys that, you know, these eight guys are going to be around all weekend. You know, we we talked about the three and um, all three of those guys are absolute takes for the Badgers and guys that the coaching staff would love to add to this class. So um, for those eight guys to kind of surround those three, um, it'll be interesting to see how things work out for Wisconsin. If they can 
uh, you know, come away from this weekend with another commit or two. And just being assured, is it all the committed recruits that are coming in this weekend from what you've heard? Right. From what I've heard, with the exception of Nick Herbig, um, obviously he's already taken his official visit. It's going to be, you know, pretty close to impossible for him to come come to Wisconsin from Hawaii back to back weekend. So um, of the nine commits that they have right now, the eight I expect to be there with the exception of Nick Herbig. And, you know, I guess with this visit, who do you think this visit could have the most impact on? Uh, good question. Uh, well, Cam Large has already been on campus. Uh, and obviously, I think of the three, he's he's the, you know, the biggest fish maybe of, of the three. But um, I think it could really affect the, the two kids from Texas because they haven't been there yet. Jalen Paxson and Cavantre Bradford. Um, you know, specifically Bradford. He's a kid that's been pretty quiet um, in terms of his recruitment. You know, we don't have a ton of stories on him. And, um, you know, for him to come up here from Texas and, um, you know, experience like we talked about the running back tradition and, and everything that they're going to push out there. And, you know, there's been some stuff on social media from Wisconsin recruiting staff about, you know, the success they've had. And that's that's very intentional with, uh, with training him on campus this past weekend. And, and Bradford, you know, expected on campus – uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So um, of the three who could have the biggest impact, I'd say probably Bradford or Paxson. And if I had to pick one, probably Bradford, just because of, you know, the position that he plays in Wisconsin can truly, in my opinion, you know, there, there's two positions where they can go after national prospects from coast to coach, you know, elite kids. And, you know, one is offensive line and, and two is running back. So it'll be interesting to see what his thoughts are after this weekend in Madison, after his official visit. Maybe this leads into our next question too, because it almost, I think, almost goes hand in hand. And maybe you've already kind of leaned towards, you know, you've already mentioned, I think, when you talked about the uncommitted recruits. But if you had to put money on it for the uncommitted recruits, who is the most likely likely to commit after this official visit? I think it's Paxton. You know, for the reasons that we we talked about earlier, uh, Wisconsin's his best offer right now. Um, you know, Wisconsin's been there for, for a little while, you know, offered, you know, close to two months ago or so. And um, Ted Gilmore obviously recruits the state of Texas really well. And he's obviously the position coach as well for, for Paxson, should he choose the Badgers. And um, it's it's looking more and more like wide receiver is a bigger position of need than, than maybe we anticipated at the start. Um, obviously, they have Shimmery DK uh, already committed and Daniel Jackson was on campus this past weekend. Uh, obviously, Paxson's going to be here this weekend. And, you know, they've put some more offers out there, too. So, um, you know, going in, I thought maybe one or two at, at, at the wide receiver position to start this class. But it really looks like they're looking to take, you know, three in this 2020 class. So um, they have plenty of room for Jackson and Paxton, in, in my opinion. And um, that's why I think they'll, they'll push pretty hard. For- I was going to say, too, with that, John. surprised if they- by, by some point on Sunday. I guess maybe just one more follow-up before we talk basketball camp. Do you find it interesting? Uh, I mean, you mentioned on Monday's podcast about the new offer uh, to a 2020 wide receiver from DeSoto. Uh, of course, that's Chris Orr's home high school. But you had that offer, but then you have Daniel Jackson on campus last weekend. And from what we had heard on BadgerBlitz.com in the article that we wrote, on Sunday, uh, he really enjoyed his visit and he's, you know, and, you know, he said it, he's really considering Wisconsin, you know, and then, but you have Paxton coming in from, from Texas too. Uh, and you already have uh Chimray DK from, uh, from the Waukesha area. 
I, I guess are you intrigued by the fact that they have, or, or are you interested in the why the current, you know, they have so many, they're bringing in so many wide receiver, no, sorry. They're interested in bringing in so many wide receivers for this class. When you, yeah, I'm not saying that there's necessarily depth, but there is a, you know, there's a good chunk of receivers coming in and, even, you know, you don't have, I mean, you have Cam Phillips, who was a walk-on for the 2019 class, but before his injury, you know, he was, you know, he was a highly regarded recruit too that went to IMG. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I said, I, I thought, you know, going into this class when you kind of map things out and I thought, you know, one, maybe two wide receivers that they would need in this class. Um, you know, even I thought that way coming out after a class where they only signed one scholarship kid, you know, and Stephen Bracey and, Obviously, you mentioned Cam Phillips. He's he's as close to a scholarship guy as you can be. You know, he's probably the best walk on in terms of rankings. You know, and you know where he was in high school that Wisconsin's gotten uh, in a, in a good amount of time. So um, I'm so I, I guess I am a little bit surprised at the the number of guys that they are targeting. Again, they could finish this class with with just two guys, but it really seems like they're they're positioning themselves for for three in, in this class. And I think the new offers are, you know, kind of putting the groundwork in place where if they, if they needed to move on beyond Paxton and, and Daniel Jackson, that they'd have the next wave of guys lined up to try to get on campus. So um, it'll be interesting to, to, to see what happens. Um, I, you know, any sort of attrition that's on the current roster would just be speculation at this point, but I think there's a couple guys that you could look to. Um, but again, that, that, that would just be speculation, but the way they're recruiting, it looks like they want to take, you know, three uh, wide receivers in this 2020 class. I'm going to float a conspiracy theory that I think Paul Chris now uh, with the quarterbacks they have on his roster, they're going to revert to for those that are old enough to remember varsity blues, the old Johnny Moxon oop de oop offense back where they believe where he believed they could average 49 points a game with, what was it? Five wide receivers. That that's my conspiracy theory thinking here, going away from the Paul Christ run heavy offense. Uh, I doubt it'll happen, obviously, and I'm just being facetious with all this. But it would be interesting to see. Just you know, I'm I'm interested in seeing like if Graham Mertz steps up. Uh, and we don't, you know, we'll talk about position previews in the coming months. Uh, coming month, I should say for sure before fall camp kicks up in August. But uh, it really should be interesting even to see. I'm I'm not sure if you if you're interested in this, but to see how much the passing game could change if a guy like Mertz or even, you know, Cone showed some, st- uh, some stuff towards the end of spring ball and even chase Wolf with, I think he's got the st- strongest arm out of all those quarterbacks, uh, how that could change the offense. Yeah. You're really trying to open up a big can of worms here. I think <laughs> I, I just, I think that there's, you know, let's say the playbooks, you know, a thousand pages, I really think that, you know, when we saw with Jack Cohn last year, it was, you know, they were operating with, I don't know, 75 pages or 100 pages, especially when he was just kind of getting his feet wet. So, you know, with any of the guys, I think that, you know, the more that, you know, they improve and, you know, the better that they're they're able to handle things. I just think that more of the playbook opens up. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't think it's – I don't say anything changing. I just think it allows them to to get a little bit more creative than what they – than what we saw last year, I thought, you know, people criticized the, the play calling last year. They called it very vanilla and predictable. And um, it, it's tough to argue when you look at some of the stuff that, that happened last year. And, um, you know, when certain personnel was on the field, you could almost guarantee that certain things are going to happen. 
I think that, you know, with Jack Cohen another year in the program and Graham Mertz and his abilities, he's still got to digest the playbook, but um, I think it'll just open things up a bit more, not change things in terms of what they want to do. Right. And of course I was being, I was joking. Uh, there's no way they're going to a five wide spread, going to a, you know, a 10 look or even a double, a zero look with just five, you know, five or six wide receivers. I'm that's just me being me joking folks. I promise you, uh, I have no insider info. Uh, it is a dream of mine to open, to somehow run a team, maybe a peewee team and, and utilize that type of offense when my son gets old enough to play football, but we'll see. Uh, anyways, Go, moving on, uh, we'll take a break coming up after this segment. But let's, you know, last week, John, you were at the advanced camp for Wisconsin men's basketball, and, and you detail obviously two offers came out of the, you know, out of that camp. But this week, it's a team camp. Uh, for those that don't know, what's the difference between what you saw last week and what's going to happen this weekend? Yeah, it's a good question. So the advanced camp, um, it's really not, you know, specific to just a handful of kids that are, you know, projected to be division one players. It's, it's open to all, you know, high school kids. And, you know, I would say 99% of those kids that, that were at Wisconsin uh, this past weekend were all varsity players, you know, um, they're all, you know, pretty good, but, you know, there was only a handful of guys that the, the Wisconsin staff was seriously looking at. So, you know, that starts with obviously warming up and then doing a lot of station drills. Um, then they played uh, some, you know, five-on-five scrimmages with, I think they had about 12 teams that were there. And, um, you know, a few of the teams were stacked up a little bit differently where, you know, a lot of the guys that they were looking at, you know, played on the same team. And then they broke for lunch and, you know, the afternoon was a lot of the same stuff. And, you know, those same teams stayed together and they they scrimmaged each other and one team came out on top. So, um, that's how that advanced camp looks. Uh, the team camp's a little bit different where, you know, it's high school teams um, that are competing against each other. So uh, it's the basketball is usually a little bit better uh, because this is the, you know, obviously the, the team is coming in. Those guys, you know, know each other. They play together. Um, they, they have plays that they're familiar with and stuff. So um, advanced camp's a little bit sloppier. There's not a whole lot of defense being played. And, you know, it's kind of just putting a pickup team together. Uh, on the spot and having those guys work together, whereas team camp, you know, you're really trying to work as a team, you know, so there's much more of a team emphasis than maybe an individual emphasis uh, when you're looking at the two weekends back to back. And with that too, uh, and you've, you've mentioned in the past couple of podcasts talking about the Davis brothers, John, Jonathan, Jordan, uh, both from lacrosse looks like, you know, you've reported that they're coming this upcoming, this weekend, uh, who else will be joining uh, in this camp uh, and, and, you know, who could stand out coming up? Yeah, there's, a, you know, there'll be a few other kids there. Um, usually there's some teams from Minnesota that come down. Um, Trayton Thompson's a kid from Minnesota who, you know, the Wisconsin's coaching staff will keep an eye on. He's a kid in the 2021 class. Um, Isaac Lindsay is another kid that's expected to be there from Mineral, Mineral Point. But really the weekend is going to be about, Johnny Davis and Jordan Davis, uh, the, the kids from Lacrosse Central, um, both have an offer from Wisconsin right now. They picked up an offer from the Badgers. Well, I should say Jordan did uh, during an unofficial visit just recently. Johnny's had his offer for for a really good amount of time. Uh, they've always talked about potentially playing together at the next level. Now they have the chance. Um, they'll be on campus together, both with offers. 
And I really think that Greg Gard is going to push for a commitment or some sort of decision from those guys. Either, you know, you guys are ready to play for us because this is your opportunity to do so. Uh, and this is the only opportunity that you have to do so from, you know, big time division one programs. Uh, or, you know, you guys are going to, you know, wait and we're going to have to move on here. So um, I, I think that Wisconsin could, uh, you know, lock things up this weekend with, with those two. It's it's their best opportunity to play together by far. But if they don't, you know, if they leave uncommitted, I really think that Greg Gard and his staff are going to go out there and, and move forward. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to stop recruiting those guys and just give them a cold shoulder. But um, I think Greg Gard has learned in the past that they, they have to have other options out there and they cannot can just continue to wait and wait and wait. So um, if those guys, you know, don't leave committed, to the Badgers, um, I think Garden and staff are really going to take a look at that recruiting board. Before heading to break, uh, make sure you guys go to uh, just re- reiterate our sale going on. Like I said, John's got all this laid out. We're going to have a lot more coming up this weekend. Make sure you guys go to badgerblitz.com, click on the breaking banner, enter promo code 19. And guess what, folks? You get we're going to have this out where John's going to, you know, we're talking about uh, camps coming up, not just uh, this weekend, but next weekend talking about official visit recaps. All this is going to be going on in badgerblitz.com and go to the promo code on that breaking banner promo code summer 19. You get free premium access. That's going to include the recruiting news, all the updates. If there are any commitments, any commitment breakdowns, we're going to have all that for you guys. And so, like I said, go again, badgerblitz.com, promo code 19, breaking banner, get free premium access to badgerblitz.com and all the rival sites. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap up the show in just about 90 seconds here on the badgerblitz.com podcast. We are wrapping up once again. This is a Thursday edition of the badgerblitz.com podcast. Got John McNamara on the line, Jake Kokorowski right here uh, in Madison, and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be busy again. Uh, first off, John, happy Father's Day to you, uh, and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, all the dads uh, out there coming up. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the day. I uh, hope you guys, uh, in, you know, obviously uh, get all the ties you want, the nice pairs of socks, uh, etc. Maybe some nice lawn items. Uh, lawn gardening items. Uh, I know I'm probably going to get a, a variety of those, but uh, John, uh, I was going to say uh, real quick, once again, for everybody, what should we expect from badger blitz com coming up in the next few days? Yeah. You know, it's going to be about official visits and uh, our, our priority is to catch up with the guys who aren't committed. So Cam large and Jalen packs and Kevontre Bradford. And then we're going to work on, you know, the other official visitors that were there, the commits, and um, hopefully maybe take a little bit of a deeper dive. I think those guys uh, will be a little bit, you know, uh, more willing to talk about their their official visit having been committed and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to, you know, catch up with some guys that have been committed to Wisconsin for a while, you know, like Cole Dakovich, and we talked about Shimmery DK a little bit uh, earlier on the podcast, uh, you know, Jack Nelson, I see, I think has been committed to Wisconsin for, for close to two years now. So it'll be interesting to see what his take is. And he's been on campus a ton of times. He camped uh, with the Badgers during the first camp of the summer. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see what those guys have. We'll, we'll try to pump out all that content as well. 
Um, we're going to try to get coverage from Wisconsin's team camp. Uh, you know, the, the Jordan and, and Johnny Davis. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with those guys. And uh, we'll just we'll keep out pumping recruiting stories out. And then, you know, I know that you've been working pretty hard on, on a story for Sunday. I think Wisconsin fans are really going to like uh, catching up with some some former Badgers who just became fathers or have been fathers for just a little bit of time. So um, that'll be good on the site for Sunday morning when when you're having a, a, a cup of coffee reading about that story. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that one. I'm, I'm really pumped. You, you familiar names, uh, four former Badgers now in the NFL and we're, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. To, uh, once that final product is out, I have a chance to talk to them uh, for the past couple of weeks. And so that'll be up on the site. And then again, badgerblitz.com, that breaking banner on the site, promo code summer 19. Guess what folks, you get free premium access to badgerblitz.com and the rival sites again free until kickoff against south florida on august 30th and then also on top of that you get premium message board access to badgerblitz.com only and the badgers then is just rocking and rolling we have so much fun uh talking in there and you hear a lot of intel and just a, a lot of good discussion going back and forth with part of the badgerblitz.com community give us a try and then for us too for the site you know obviously Badger underscore blitz on Twitter for John at McNamara rivals me at Jake Coco on Twitter. And then uh, we have an Instagram account search Facebook for Wisconsin Badgers on badgerblitz.com to like us there. Cause that's where we post up all of our, um, our stories, our features as well. And then uh, for this podcast, yeah. Thank you guys for getting some reviews out to us. Uh, we've increased the, the number of reviews lately. And, but Find us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Google Podcasts, on Spotify. And with that, too, leave us a review. Let us know what we can do better. What what else uh, would you guys want to listen to? Uh, more interviews, more uh, you know, more analysis. Uh, we got, obviously, position previews coming up. Let us know what you want to want us to discuss for, for what's going on at quarterback or what's going on at kicker, for that matter. And we, we like I said, this is a part of a community. Uh, we want your input to make this the best Wisconsin-centric podcast out there. So uh, on that note, let's wrap it up here, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there. We'll talk to you guys probably early next week here on another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. <laughs>